where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. In Bible times, names of children were often symbolic of what was going on in the lives of the parents or of their hopes for the child's future. We don't do that quite so much today, but I was pleasantly surprised that the name we chose for our son meant beloved gift of God, which he was. I mean, you wouldn't want to find out that your kid's name meant fool or sad or rebellion or snare or something. But today, it doesn't really matter. In Bible times, it mattered. It especially mattered to God. And sometimes during an encounter with God, he would change the name of one of his children. Abram, meaning high father, God changed to Abraham, meaning father of a multitude, to go along with God's promise to make his descendants into a great nation, more than number than the stars. In accepting this name, Abraham accepted God's promise. His wife's name was changed from Sarai, my princess, to Sarah, princess. Their grandson Jacob's name was he who supplants. He lived up to this name as he cheated his brother out of his birthright and his blessing. But when God got a hold of him, he renamed him Israel, he who wrestles with God. In the New Testament, Jesus changed Simon's name from he has heard to rock or Peter. Sometimes Jesus called him Simon when he was hearing but not fully understanding. And sometimes he called him Peter when he was standing solidly on his beliefs in who Jesus was. Saul, whose name meant asked for, changed his name from Hebrew to Greek so that he would better identify with the Gentiles that he was called to reach. But I thought it was interesting that his new name, Paul, meant small or humble, perhaps reminding him to stay away from pride and be humble as he was being used mightily by the Lord. A few years ago, I ran across a verse in Revelation 2.17 that says, I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written which no one knows except him who has received it. When we were studying it, I was teaching some young children. I gave my students each a white rock and told them to think of a positive characteristic that they most wanted to be. I gave them a few minutes of quiet time to ask God how he wanted to grow them and mature in them for the next few years. They were to write that on the rock with a sharpie and put it in their pocket and pray for God to do that with their lives. I watched as they wrote things like strong and wise and faith. There were so many things I wanted to write on my rock, but I ended up writing fearless. What would you like your new name to be? Another passage in Revelation spoke of the 144,000 witnesses having the Father's name written on their foreheads. The Lord labeled them, This one's mine. No one can touch him without going through me first. Are you labeled as God's own treasure? Not on your forehead, but on your life. Can people tell you are his? Would even your enemies label you Christian? What name or characteristic would you like to be known as? I challenge you to write it down and pray over it. I'd love to hear about the results. 
you can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to share a treasure God has given you by doing an episode, please contact us. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you'll find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.